0: Lieutenant
1: Governor. Lieutenant
2: Governor Suzanne Crouch. Thank you, Mario. And as a former county chair, thank you and your central committee for all you do for our Republicans. Thank you. And thank you. To our first responders, to law enforcement, to our veterans, to our healthcare professionals, thank you for keeping us safe and keeping us healthy. I'm running for governor. I'm not a self-funder. I'm running against men who are. And in fact, I told my husband, I said, you know, honey, if I'd known 45 years ago when we got married that I was gonna run for governor one day, I might have held out for someone with more money. That he would have too. But seriously, no party, Republican or Democrat, has held on to the governor's office for more than 20 years since World War II. Think about that. So in 2024, we will have had that office for 20 years. So if we're going to hold on to it, we need a different kind of candidate. Now, put me on a stage like tonight with my opponents, And there's one difference, it's obvious. But when you look at the experience at the local and state executive and legislative levels, there is no comparison. And I'm gonna tell you one thing. When I'm governor, I'm not gonna sit in an office for four years playing it safe so I can get reelected. I will be bold and I will be transformative. I'm running for governor. To boldly lead Indiana into the future. And we're going to start by eliminating Indiana's individual income tax. We're going to act the tax. I travel the state listening to Hoosiers, and they are being crushed by the high cost of inflation, by the cost of living, and by binomics. And we put thousands of dollars into their pockets every year. Now, there are going to be those that will scream bloody murder, my opponents, bureaucrats, special interest groups, say we can't do it. But we can. And it's not going to be easy. That money is not theirs. It's yours. And you know how to spend it better than the government. So, we're going to have to limit government spending. We're going to have to cut wasteful government spending. We're going to have to find efficiencies, And when we do, Hoosiers will benefit, and our state will prosper. The Tax Foundation said that Indiana is ninth in our country for our overall tax environment. Seven of the eight states ahead of Indiana either have no sales or income tax. So when we eliminate our state income tax, we are going to move forward. And leaders will always choose the harder right, never the easier wrong. I'm running for governor to protect our conservative values, values that say parents will control what's being taught to our children. As governor, as governor, we'll stand shoulder to shoulder with our police and enforce our crime laws to the fullest. And when it comes to criminals and fentanyl dealers arriving in our country through our wide open southern borders, when they arrive in Indiana, they will pay the price. As Governor, we will ax the tax. We'll live within our means. And we're not going to settle our children and grandchildren with a mountain of debt. Will support our businesses, our workers, so we can compete with other states and countries, including China, and win. And the Indiana you and I will build will never cast aside our most vulnerable closures the unborn, the elderly, the disabled, those struggling with mental illness and addiction. Because they are our family, our friends, and our neighbors. The Indiana you and I will build together will never compromise in protecting faith, family, and freedom. Do we have challenges ahead? Of course. But if we're bold and we stick to our conservative principles, our brightest days lie ahead. I'm Suzanne Crouch, I'm running for governor. I ask for your support. Let's make history, together!
1: Next up is uh, Brad Chalmers. Round of applause.
0: Yeah, you can use that.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Mario. There's a, I did the math. There's about a 60% chance that Suzanne was talking about me. I did the math on that. Good evening. I'm pleased to be with you and the strongest Republican faithful here in Hamilton County. I am the new guy, a first-time candidate, and a political outsider. But even I know that to win in 2024, Republicans must win Hamilton County and win it big. I'm humble about the difficulty of this campaign. But decided to move ahead anyway, motivated by the opportunity to address headwinds and obstacles Hoosiers face every day to improve people's lives. I believe that Indiana's best days are ahead, and the future is bright in our state. But it's going to take focus on building an economy of the future, raising wages, improving education, playing economic offense. I've spent a lifetime tackling challenges head-on. When my son graduated from high school, we planned a father-son trip to climb Mount Kilimanjaro. Life got in the way for several years, but two summers ago, we finally had the chance to tackle that challenge, all 19,000 feet of it. By the time we arrived in base camp on the night planned for our ascent, a close friend who was traveling with us got sick with stomach, stomach flu, and unfortunately, my son came down with altitude sickness. So it was decision time, in the middle of the night, to go or not go, by myself, without my sidekicks, straight up 19,000 feet, no oxygen. It was the hardest physical and mental journey I have ever undertaken, a real test of determination, focus, and humility. That is how I intend to serve and face the challenges of Governor. Our family started our Indiana journey around Thorntown. My grandfather was one of eight boys. He moved here from Texas, couldn't read or write, lived on a small family farm. He was a barber, raised livestock, among other things. But he was determined that he would see his kids get an education, and they did. My father graduated from IU, the first Chambers to do so. I was working at an early age, started a lawn care business with friends at the age of 15. I then paid my way through IU, started buying rental houses my sophomore year, and have built that business for nearly 40 years now, still providing great careers for hundreds of Hoosiers. Unlike others in this race, I have never run for office before. Indiana needs a governor who thinks differently who can move with urgency and grow our economy, putting more money in Hoosier pockets. I'm running for Governor to continue the unprecedented economic progress started when I was Secretary of Commerce, to continue to build an economy of the future, an economy offering high-wage careers that attract and keep our kids and our grandkids, a growing economy that will fund needed investments in our education system. I will tackle big tech's intrusions on our youth, streamline government bureaucracy, reduce licenses and fees so you can keep more of your hard-earned paychecks. There will be plenty of opportunities to talk more about 2024 and Indiana's future, but tonight it is about September 11th, those that responded and were lost, and those among us that continue to run towards danger. There's never been a tougher time to be a first responder. The recent events of COVID and the riots were trying for those that never got to stand down. Mario asked how I would approach our first responders as governor. I believe past actions best reflect future performance. So I'll share how we approached and supported first responders during COVID. We have a hotel here in Indy and one in Nashville, Tennessee. Our hotels, like others, emptied out during COVID like me, sought and received the PPP funds offered by our government. But as my team and I looked at what was happening across the country, the dollars being spent by the federal government, we concluded other smaller businesses would need those dollars more and that we would power through this very scary time okay. So we sent it all back. Within two weeks, those funds were returned to the government. Further, we saw a huge need emerging. First responders were sleeping in basements, in RVs, or paying unbudgeted costs for hotels. They didn't want to return. They didn't want to risk taking COVID home to their families, to their children. And we could help. So we opened our empty hotels to first responders for free. And then, our kitchens sent out over 8,000 meals into the community. I am still humbled by the letters, notes, and emails from those first responders that found just a little relief for a night, a weekend, or a week. First responders are critical to our safety. Just like we did during COVID, I will continue to do all I can to ensure that they have the support they need, not just to do their jobs, but thrive as our friends and our neighbors. I look forward to meeting each of you and hearing what you think is important for our state and the priorities you have for your next governor. Thank you.
2: Senator Braun.
0: Thank you, Mario. Let's give it up for this guy. Every time I come to Hamilton County, quite a show. You know, I get up early every day, go to bed late. Comes in handy for my current job. Flipped the TV on early this morning and. It brings back the memories of 9-11. I remember sitting in my office just a couple years after we were 17 years in a little town north of Jasper building a business many of us aspire to do. I think back to what makes this country great. I love what Victoria said. She said it's about the trenches. It's about the folks that build from the ground up that's where I come from, Uh, been blessed in life in many different ways. I always think about the fork in the road that we all come to. How do you make that choice? I think just like when they had to run into the towers knowing it was certain death, especially the second tower that comes down. And you think about that. You think about the grit what this country is made from. The founders, when they put it all together, were wrestling with the biggest of authority. What did they do? They put everything on the line. The odds were so against that working out. Look what we've evolved into after all those years. Victoria's right. Commerce and Banks mentioned it. It's the greatest country ever contrived. We all benefit from it. We're even luckier that we live in Indiana, in Hamilton County, or Du Bois County. We ought to count our blessings. I got off the couch many years ago after complaining. I'm never on the couch unless I'm so tired after a hard day's work, but I saw where our country was heading. I love Jefferson's quote from early on. I hope that what we built here, that people don't try to vote themselves into prosperity. Think about that. Think about how forward-looking that was. And now you look at a place where Jim and Victoria and I work. They don't do budgets anymore. They just think government should be the number one thing in our lives, and worse, the federal government. It was your US senator that back when the craziness of mandates were coming from DC, there was no veteran Republican senator that remember when they wanted to force all of us that had businesses down to 100 employees to make our employees get a vaccination? That would have vacated the premises for many businesses of 20 to 30% of their employees. COVID was in the rearview mirror. I look back at some of the things we did in our own state. Never take for granted that your freedom and your liberty are going to be there. Never do that. How do you keep that from happening? you got to make sure that in your local and state government that we represent what the the first responders represent, and that is that ungiving, always going to give it their all, for what this country was built upon. If you elect me your next governor, we're all going to be at many of these. I've got a record, you can look it up in the Senate, Everybody else is talking about what they will do. You can count on me. I vote on principle all the time. I don't ever have to remember what I say because if it's based on principle, you know what you said. That's reflected in my voting record. If you elect me governor, it'll be no different. If you liked me as a senator, I think you'll like me better as a governor. And I'll base that on the record of what occurred the 37 years when I was building a little business into a regional one, and then a national company. And my first office was in a used mobile home for 17 years. And try explaining to your wife that your career's on the move, let alone soon you want to become running for Senate, and you start with 1% in the first opinion poll, and you end up beating two sitting congressmen and a sitting senator. And that's a track record. Look it up. All of us will have to back up what we say we're going to do. And if we're going to honor the duty of what the job calls for, honor the first responders and what this day is about, make sure you look at one's track record, not what they say they're going to do, what they actually do. Appreciate your support, and I'll earn your vote. Anyone can visit me in my hometown on a Friday. No governor or senator does that, period. And I'll visit all 92 counties next year like I've done the last five years. Thank you so much.
1: This podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends, LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.